and welcome to The Softer Side. I'm your life transitions coach, Shelley Carney. Let's design your life. Shelley Carney and Toby Eunice bring you The Softer Side, life transitions and relationship coaching. Join the live chat on YouTube every Wednesday and Friday at thesofterside.live. Today's topic is making change fun. So this is talking about the journey from where we want, where we are now to where we want to be, then uh, accomplishing our goals. And that journey can sometimes be difficult, but there's no reason it shouldn't be fun. What I really want to do. If you could have any wish come true right now, unlimited, what would it be? If you could have anything in your life, what would you want? No limitations, nothing standing in your way. Hmm. What would you want? Live long and prosper. <laughs> well, that's all. That's easy. <laughs> Nothing specific. Uh, no, you know, I'm at a good place in my life. I have uh, a lot of the things that I need to be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I mean, could I ask for a bigger house or a better, bigger car or all of that? I suppose I could, but I don't need any of that. What I want to do is I want to live long so I can enjoy uh, my watching my children. I was, was going to say growing up, but they're grown up. And now watching my grandchildren uh, growing up, that would be uh, the best outcome, you know, living long enough to see my grandchildren graduate from college, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be a long time. But uh, that would be the best outcome for me. You're not getting your Facebook again? I'm not again. It just stopped working, I guess. And I checked it a couple of times. So, I don't know so what's going on. let's spend some time with it after the show today and see if we can figure it out because that's not fair. I mean, it's, it's if... Uh, if AGK is okay, there shouldn't be any reason why you're not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Unless they change their... Are you using the softer... You're using the softer side account on Restream.io? No. It's you the free one, so it just goes to my personal page. Oh. But they must have changed... It. Yeah, they're not doing that, so they must have changed something. Yeah. But I didn't know. They didn't tell me they were in. Anyway, what I really want <laughs> is for, for my channel for my to <laughs> appear on Facebook. <laughs> Magic wand time. <laughs> Uh, other than that, what I really want, of course, is the best life I possibly can have to be the best person I possibly can be. Well, that's kind of live long and be happy, right? Yeah. As opposed to prosper. So. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe maybe prosper can incorporate not only the uh, the physicalness of gain, but uh, the spiritualness or the, the emotionalness of being but a positive person. you bring person. others with yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I think so. So what we want to do is decide and commit. We want to make our commitment to our goals. What is it we want? And be specific about it and then commit to that without knowing how, right? Toby wants to save the world. He doesn't know how, but suddenly the sand project comes up and now he has a how and he can start there. Um, I want to make more money and I start to see little how, you know, I can connect with this person and I can uh, advertise for this brand or I can uh, start a membership over here. I can do different things and start to make a little more money. Once we've made the decision of what we want and we commit to that decision, things will start to appear to us and we'll, we'll recognize those things. So we need to decide what we want to accomplish or what we want to become and then commit to that decision. And then be open to the possibilities for growth and fun in the process. Commitment 
creates fun. Did you know that? What it does is it clears up all of that confusion. What do I want? I don't know. Once you've made that decision, you don't have that, I don't know, and I'm confused, and I don't know what I want. That's gone. That's pushed out of your life, and you can just focus on what it is you do want and how you're going to get it, and it's a lot more fun. So you've talked in the past about the uh, law of attraction. Mm -hmm. uh, does this play into uh, this by making these kinds of decisions, letting the universe know that of you're course. heading yeah. in a certain direction? Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's a part of your brain that recognizes things once you've made the decision to look for <coughs> them, whereas before it would have let it pass on by, right? Um, but this was kind of a fun concept for me because it's like, what do you mean it's fun to make changes and to, uh, to, to make your goals happen? How is it fun to lose weight? How is it fun to uh, try to make more money? How is it fun to, you know, uh, constantly be taking classes to learn things? How is that fun? And then, you know, I let that settle in for a while and I thought about it. It's like, yeah, it can be fun if you choose to think of it as being fun. And that's all you have to do. Just the same reason that hobbies are fun. Why are hobbies fun? Because they are low risk, high reward, right? There's no rush. There's no deadline. It's your hobby. You do it when you have spare time uh, to fill in those empty hours and gives you that satisfaction. There's no judgment. Nobody's going to come in and say, oh, well, you didn't do that right. It doesn't matter. It's just a hobby. Uh, it offers you a learning opportunity, you know, you get excited about a new project, a new hobby, and you begin to really pick it apart and learn about it and search out YouTube videos on it and buy new products and print out <laughs> books on your printer. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so there, that hobby fulfills that learning uh, fun that, you know, you've always, if you're a lifelong student, most people are, most people I know who want to improve their lives uh, are lifelong students and they always want to learn something. It makes you feel productive. I didn't just sit on the couch and watch TV all day. I did things, right? Uh, it may, gives you social aspects. You meet new people through your hobby. You know, you might want to join a group. Uh, say you grow bonsai trees. There are groups for that. And you can meet all the other people who in your area who grow bonsai. Uh, you can meet them online. Uh, whatever it is that you enjoy as a hobby, you can spread that around and meet new people who are also interested in that. And there's the pride of accomplishment. I learned something new. I built this. I uh, I accomplished something. I, you know, I trained for a 5K and I did it. Th that accomplishment that you get by performing well in your hobby. Make your life your hobby. Okay? So think about any other aspects of your life, your work, uh, your relationships, uh, your vacations, anything that's going on in your life. Can it be as fun as a hobby? How can you make it that way? Look for the fun in everything you do. Um, I know a lot of people who hate their jobs, but when they first got that job, they didn't hate it. They were excited to get it. What changed? They forgot to look for the fun. 
keep it light and drama free, right? We don't want to attach so much meaning and so much. If I don't do well at this one project, that means I suck and I'm a terrible person. We don't want to add all that extra meaning to something. We just want to say, I hope I do a great job on this project. I'm going to give it my best. The end. <laughs> and we're going to live drama free in that way. Um, because when we make a mistake, it just means I learned something new. I didn't know that before. Now I do. And I won't make that mistake again. And then we can enjoy the social aspects. You know, if you work in a place where there's a lot of people that you can talk to all day and interact with, that fulfills your social needs. And that's that can be a really fun thing. You know, maybe you get together uh, on lunch break and you go to lunch or you have a birthday party or, you know, there's social things going on for you. No matter where you are or what you're doing, look for the fun. What do you think? I, I'm in full agreement, yeah. <laughs> and Toby and I basically have said, now we have all our basic needs met. We're pretty pretty simple folk. And uh, we believe if it's not fun, don't do it. If it stops being fun, stop doing it. Do something else. Streaming New Mexico. But look for the fun. Yeah. Yeah. When things become frustrating every single time you do them, then, yeah, yeah. it's hard to find the fun. We started a, a streaming business after uh, after we did the um, streaming work for uh, Forrest Fenn when he was giving away that um, bronze jar for uh, Ronell Jacobson. And uh, that gave us an opportunity to start a business. We started a business. We ran teapot over tea kettle or whatever that saying is <laughs> uh, for three years. And then it was just... The, the level of frustration of dealing with mostly hotels uh, was just draining. And, uh, and I decided the best way to, to, uh, to alleviate that problem, not only for myself, but the pressure that it was putting on my team, uh, was to sell the business. And I did. And it was a real easy decision because it wasn't fun anymore. Yeah. It, it was fun for three years, two and a half, three years. Uh, and then the hotels started getting concerned about their internet security, et cetera, et cetera, and just made every situation as difficult as possible. And um, it stopped being fun because we were having to respond to clients' needs. And a lot of times we couldn't meet the clients' needs, not because of something that we did. We had the best equipment money could buy. Uh, and uh, but because of the the business, the intermediary businesses, yeah. uh, and, and when you have to rely on the internet, yeah, uh, and and you you just have to rely on wherever you go, right. wherever you are, then it's so unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so that was, and uh, that opened up some space for us, and uh, that's how we ended up. Even with here, you know, ninety nine percent of the time we're great. It's, right. It turn everything on and works great. And there's that 1% where it just kicks you out, uh, the internet goes down in your area, power goes out, something happens, right. and you got to deal with it. And we're in the same stage. We, you know, I got us the best possible internet solution we could afford, and, and actually, you could buy. Yeah. Uh, and um, I got But when I got you take it out on the road, <laughs> it's a whole... <laughs> you got to magnify that quite exactly. a lot. I mean, it's, we, it goes upside down. We literally had a box of equipment. There was another box that was our internet connection, connectivity equipment, just so we could alleviate the problems that we experienced in some of these businesses. So it wasn't fun anymore, so we didn't do it anymore. We did something else. Well, here we are. At, here uh, we are having gypsy, fun. Yeah. <laughs> the softer side, a gypsy's kiss, you know. Yeah. Don't wait. 
Don't wait. Do it now. When you think that the fun only happens after the hard work, you'll end up working and never having fun, right? Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes we have to do tasks that we don't like. And even if we say, you know, I'm going to try to find the fun in this, um, it, it may be just one of those things that just does not fit into you in what you like. Maybe it's having to do taxes or um, having to write uh, something that, you, you know, and you're not a writer or you don't like math, one or the other. Um, something that you have to get done that you really don't like doing, you know, and then like I've suggested, you you'd kind of sandwich it between things you do like. It pulls you through, right? I uh, promise I'll get this house cleaning, part of this house cleaning done if I can have, you know, uh, a snack and watch a Netflix show right after. <laughs> so we have to bribe ourselves. But we want to work that fun into our day. We don't want to say, you know, I'm going to work all day long. And then when this project's finally done, that's when I'll have some fun. Because if that every day isn't a little, at least a little bit fun, then you're just missing the point, right? <laughs> I think you're missing the point of life. Life is about having fun. How do we ruin the fun? Well, we're not having fun when we're in a rush to get to the result. Yeah, um, I really want to sign clients. I want to have a business. I want to do this, 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 this. And I'm not seeing any results. And so I'm angry. I'm mad that I'm not getting results. Instead of focusing on, hey, I'm having a good time doing these shows. I'm having a good time making these offers. And I'm having a good time learning and applying all these coaching techniques to my life. Now it's fun. Right? It's all in what we're looking at and uh, what we're focusing on and what we make it mean. Believing the end result is going to be the thing that will provide the feeling of fun. You know, It's kind of like, I'll be happy when I lose 10 pounds. Until then, I'm not going to be happy. I'm just going to be miserable. Well, that's no fun. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be happy when. never works out because you'll never get there. You have to be happy in the moment and work from there. Creating negative drama with our thoughts is ruining the fun, right? Making it mean something, uh, you know, if, if I don't see a result, it means I'm, you know, I'm a, never going to succeed. If I don't, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not getting anybody calling me after I make an offer, that means I'm Nobody likes me and I'm never going to succeed. You know, we can, we can create a lot of drama with our negative thoughts. Or we can just not worry about it. Say, you know what? I had fun doing my show today. I hope you had fun too. And leave it at that. So uh, you, we have to do all of this in the context of the universe in which we live. And that universe includes other people, including family members, friends, and sometimes people you don't even know. Um, how do you deal with the fact that there's, they're not under the kind of control you are, right? Where you're trying to make yourself happy by doing the things that make you happy. And then your son says, I've decided to quit college or I've decided to do this or I'm not going to pay you the money I owe you or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so they bring that drama with them. How do you deal with that? Short of giving them a lesson in this. Well, I think you know more than anybody that... You can control only your own self, right. your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own actions. You can't control other people. So what you're controlling in that case is your response. Mm. 
if uh, your son says to you, you know, I'm quitting college or I'm, uh, I'm moving out or whatever it is, and you're not happy about his decision, what you do, I've seen you do it, is take a step back and say, that's his life. There's nothing I can do about that. I choose to be happy in my life, doing my things, and he will need to choose that for himself. So it's basically remembering, you know, your boundaries, your own responsibilities, your own uh, responsibility to yourself. Okay. Yeah. So how was your journey? In hindsight, you may realize I really could have enjoyed that process more. That's great. That means you've learned something. And the next time, you're going to look for the fun. One day, we're going to look back on this and laugh. Have you ever said that? <laughs> not, at the mo- not at the moment. You know, it, it, uh, what's that line about uh, uh, tragedy, tragedy plus, plus time, time equals, equals comedy? comedy. Uh, at at the moment, in the moment uh, of tragedy, in the moment of tragedy, I'm not saying this is one, one day. day this is going to be funny, <laughs> but uh, I've noticed over the years that as I tell my stories, uh, I've taken a lot of the stuff that wasn't fun about it and tell them in a way that that you know people can laugh at. Not uh-huh. that, that there's anything funny about it, but but if you tell it in a funny way, because to you, part of it's the fact that you survived that instance, whatever it was, uh, and now you can look back and say, "Whoa, that was you know." Yeah, you can, uh, why not laugh about yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Why be sad? Right. You can't take it can't back. Can't change it. Can't change it. Can't, can't argue it with it. Can't say that shouldn't have happened because it Might as well turn it into a funny story. And I think that's how most movies uh, start out. I mean, you know, uh, I, I remember us working on a, on, a, on a script that started with stories from my childhood. Mm-hmm. And how, as we were as we were pulling out these stories, mm-hmm. how much fun my childhood sounded to me, uh, and uh, and because tragedy, whatever the tragedy was, losing your father at eleven is a tragedy. But the life that you had after that was very different, and and you could have made it just terrible. But suddenly it becomes interesting and fun, and mm-hmm. you know you want to tell that story. So um, that was a fun script to work on. I'm sorry they didn't buy it, but mm-hmm. hey. <laughs> that was good script writing experience. I would go back over to Netflix and yeah, pitch it. Yeah. <laughs> Shelley and I are award-winning script writers. That's right. If it's really not fun, just adjust the goal or adjust your attitude. Right? So sometimes we need to say, you know, I didn't get my, my, my two clients this month that I promised myself at the beginning of the month I was going to get and I could make it mean really horrible things about myself or I could just adjust the goal and say, you know what, I'll just get three next month instead. So that's okay. You know, we adjust, we work around and don't give up, just make adjustments. Right? I'm good with it. Policing the thieves of joy. (laughs) What are the thieves of joy? Suffering until you reach your goal, there's no upside, right? Being miserable because I'm on a diet. I can't have anything to drink. I can't have anything sweet. I can't have. I can't have. That's no fun. Why not make it a game? Why not say, you know, this week I lost two pounds, and that means I get a treat, and here's my treat. I get to buy a new pair of walking shoes or whatever it is that you've picked out for yourself. 
make it fun. You know, every day you get up and you get on the scale and you go, woohoo, whether it's, you know, pounds lost or not, you just get excited because, hey, you know what? I'm doing my best. I have a goal. I'm excited to have a goal. Doesn't mean anything if I get there today or I get there a year from now. I did it, right? So just don't suffer through it. Make it fun. Don't compare yourself to others. Oh, Toby lost two pounds in a day and it took me a month. That's not fair. I'm sad now. I used to be happy that I lost two pounds. Then I compared myself to somebody else. A thief of joy is comparison. Don't do it. Compare where you were to where you are now. Don't compare yourself to others. Live in the moment. Don't say, well, you know, I used to be able to lose weight like that. Now I can't. Well, it doesn't matter what used to happen. It matters what's going on right now. Or, you know, in the future, I'm going to be able to, you know, lose some weight, but not today. Future may or may not happen. Live in the moment. Focus on the best, happiest, and most fun aspects of every task. Um, my coach says to people, if you want to quit your job, then she makes sure that you're not quitting because you hate your job or you're unhappy. Because if you are just unhappy and don't like what's going on in your life, <clears throat> when you go to the next job, you take all that with you. So it doesn't do you any good. You have to learn how to be happy where you're at first within your own self. You know, how can I make the situation better? How can I be happy here? What can I find that's fun? You make your situation happy where you're at in the moment. Then if you still want to quit because maybe it's not the money you want and you can get better money somewhere else, then you're okay to move on because you have solved that problem first and you won't be taking that problem with you. choose to have fun. It's a choice. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And I think a lot of parents know this, right? Your teenager is like, me, 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 I'm not having any fun. It's boring. I don't like this. And you're just like, just stop being so negative for a minute and you might have fun. We need to say that to ourselves, to our inner teenagers sometimes, you know. Uh, I know I do when I get stressed or things are not going the way I expected. Um, I'm having to wait when I thought this will be quick and easy and I'll get this done and I'm standing there waiting and waiting and waiting and some stupid thing is happening in front of me and I'm getting angrier about it uh, because I'm having to wait for these people to take care of their business before I can take care of my, you know, in and out quick business. <laughs> yes, I'm referring to standing in line at the pharmacy on Saturday. Um, and some woman wanted to buy 15 different things at the pharmacy instead of just picking up her me medication and getting the heck out of there like everybody else. So, anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I could have chosen to have fun in that moment, but I didn't. And that's my own fault, right? I could have been... Well, let me look on the shelf here and see what they have for sale. Or, you know, let me do something else for a minute and, and entertain myself. Or let me look at my phone and find something fun to do. Anything rather than sit, stand there and seethe because this woman was taking so long, right? With her 
old her bitty <laughs> borderline, oh, borderline bitty oddments <laughs> impulse oddments that she wanted to buy whatever it was i could have had fun with it but i didn't do that just start thinking of the borderline bitty story and, right? and you're going to end laughed. up laughing i could have laughed my husband was there part of the reason was i was worried about kevin getting off to work on time and uh -huh. i didn't expect it to have taken that long but I could still have chosen to have had fun in that moment, you know. Uh, replace the thoughts that I'm having. Uh, this is going to be a pain in the butt. This is, I don't want to you know, do this. I hate this. Change that up to, this is going to be fun. This is fun. And keep telling yourself that until you can find the fun. It's like going to a Halloween party and you're like, I don't want to go. I want to look stupid. Nobody's going to get my costume. And go anyway. Have fun. You know? Don't worry about yourself. See what other costumes are there. See who's the cutest, or the funniest, and scariest. And just have a good time. I know, I feel like I'm talking to my teenager. <laughs> but it's really, we all have an inner teenager. Yeah, that you have to talk with, that you have to communicate I know, with. I have That's to right. do this. The fun is in the journey. Each step is part of the experiment, right? We're all <coughs> learning and growing as we are on our way to our goals. We're learning, we're growing, we're experimenting. We're going to see, does this work? Does this not work? How well does it work? And then that's kind of fun because we learn something. When you believe that something is true, you get to enjoy it ahead of time. I know I'm going to hit my goal. I'm on my way there. I've already committed to it, so I know I'm going to do it. I've done it before, I can do it again. Or I've never done this before, but I know other people have done it, so I know I can do it. When you believe it's true, you get to enjoy it ahead of time. Anticipation of being there is motivating and exciting, and it's part of the journey. Right? We want to anticipate where we're going to be in the future. I'm so excited. I have a conference planned for the end of November. And I'm, you know, I'm in the Facebook group. We're talking about the conference. We're having videos about the conference. What's coming up? Who's the speakers? I'm reading the books that the speakers have written. I'm getting prepared. I am anticipating. So I'm already enjoying the conference and it's not for another month. So that anticipation is a part of that journey that makes it fun. Find or create the fun that is always available to us. Again, look for it. You know, you're in the middle of something and it's not fun and I'm having a bad time and, and things are not going as expected. See if you can flip that around. What, what could I do here that is fun? Maybe I could go over the card aisle and read a card or something. Maybe I could go... Uh, smell some perfume. I can do something. I can find something that's fun to do while I'm waiting in line at CVS. Add fun to your goals. So if your goal is to lose weight, make it a game or a weekly competition. Find somebody else who's also losing weight and trade recipes with them. Uh, get on, get on, uh, my mom likes this, words with friends. Get on words with friends, play a game with them. And every day that you play a game with them, cheer them on in their goals. I'm also uh, part of my daughter's Fitbit challenge. Every week she does the work week hustle. I get to see this lineup of people and what they're doing and how many steps everybody has. 
and the, I've not had good steps this week because it's been cold. And uh, I, although I lift lifted weights yesterday, it didn't count towards my steps. So <laughs> I just accept that. But I still can cheer them on and enjoy that you know that this competition is happening, and it and it spurs me on to exercise as well. Uh, grow your business. Maybe your goal is to grow your business. Maybe get a coach or an accountability group and make it a social uh, learning opportunity. That's, that's a lot of fun. You know, what's working for you? What have you tried? I did this. Who else, is, who else knows about this? Those Facebook groups are really good for, the, for that if that's something that you're adding into your life, the, a learning process or a new thing for your business. Finish a project. Okay, maybe that's your goal. Maybe you're writing a book or maybe you're uh, writing a piece of music. Maybe you're learning an instrument. Whatever your project is that you want to finish, celebrate each completed step. So say that, I'm writing, um, say that I'm writing a book and I finish a chapter. What would I do? I would call my friends and say, I finished a chapter. And they would say, yay for you. And maybe we would, um, you know, some find a way to celebrate each chapter uh, or if I'm doing some kind of project building a YouTube channel hey I just got 10 more subscribers Woo! Uh, celebrate it just remark upon it tell your friends about it take yourself out to dinner buy yourself a cup of coffee whatever it is notice it and celebrate it that's adding fun to your goal Getting to the island. I liked this. The beautiful island of completed goals is a place that is fun, exciting, happy, delightful, right? Say you're going on vacation to Hawaii uh, and you're so excited about it. I'm going to Hawaii. It's going to be beautiful. There's, there's sun, there's trees, there's ocean, there's breeze, there's beautiful. I can't wait to be in Hawaii. I'm so excited. Um, this is the island of completed goals, right? When my goal is complete, I'm going to be so excited and happy. When I've lost that 10 pounds and I can fit into that outfit and go to that event, I will be so excited and happy. Flying on the transition airline, <laughs> on the other hand, it feels kind of uncomfortable, frustrating, and defeating. I'm not there yet. When are we going to get there? I feel cramped and crowded and uncomfortable. I don't like being on this airplane. It's taking forever. Um, so how can we get to that island faster? We want an island mentality. We want to be celebrating that we're going to the island. Uh, when, when my husband and I one time, we were getting ready to go to Cabo San Lucas. And, you know, the last few days of work before going on vacation... We would see each other and we go, Cabo, 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 Cabo. So we were celebrating being there before we even got there, before we were even done with work. So visualize yourself already on the island of completed goals. And the trip there will feel more fun. We will feel like you're getting there faster. It feels more enjoyable. It feels more relaxing, right? You have something to focus on that's fun. So the destination is the way. And say yes to all of the journey, right? Have fun every day on the way up to Cabo, Cabo, Cabo. 
my my daughters when they were in high school they would go off to a, a spring break and uh, it was always, you know, book a book a book, and they'd harass me. <laughs> I'm paying for it, right? And I'd still get harassed. O C O C O C. What do you mean uh, they harassed you? They, they reminded me that they were going off to spring break, and they knew how much I hated them going off to spring break. Why did you hate them going off to spring break? Because there were guys at spring <laughs> break. <laughs> And I'm a guy, and I don't <laughs> trust guys around my daughters. <laughs> well, at least they're all in committed relationships yeah. now, so you yeah. don't have to worry anymore. But the destination is the way. What does that mean to you? So that sounds very Zenish mm -hmm. uh, to me, very, uh, you know, Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance. It's that work theory, right? That, that the uh, destination. Uh, is secondary to the journey. And if the journey is mowing the lawn, you, you get to enjoy it afterwards, but you don't envision the mowed lawn. You envision the effort and uh, turn the effort into something that's pleasurable and gives you time to uh, find yourself. Uh, and, you know, you know, it takes me two and a half hours to wash my truck. That's two and a half hours of the most relaxing time that I spent. And the reason is, it's totally unfocused. It's not quite mechanical, but I know what I'm doing and what my expectations are for uh, doing it. But I'm literally, I have no idea of what's going on around me at Mr. Wash, right? There's all <laughs> kinds of things happening there. And all I'm focused on is the zen of cleaning my truck. And I don't, I don't worry about the end result. I enjoy that moment, that time. Mm -hmm. And so it is about the, it's not about the destination. The destination is one thing and certainly benefits, but that's a new journey, right? When you arrive at your destination, it's the beginning of another journey. Uh, so for me, it's always the journey, mm -hmm. just the, the getting there. I think that's exactly it. What you said was the, uh, the journey is more important than the end. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that is exactly what it means. The destination is the way. Yeah, the destination is the inflection, po inflection point in a lifelong series of journeys. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. Cabo, Cabo, Cabo. <laughs> so. See, see how much fun you were having? You weren't in Cabo, but you and your husband were enjoying just thinking about it, yeah, right? The, the, the journey. celebrating beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here's our recommendations. Decide what you want, right? Decide. And then commit to it. I want this, I'm going to go get it. Find the fun in the journey. It's going to be fun to go get that. Add fun to your goals. I want to lose 10 pounds. How am I going to make that fun? Well, hmm, the walking challenge with my kids, um, going to celebrate <coughs> when I lose weight uh, every couple of pounds, you know, every week. I'll look at my weight. Am I going down? Celebrate that. Find a way to, uh, you know, celebrate myself. If that's buy a new pair of shoes or if that's just tell my friends about it and they all get happy for me, that's enough. Um, visualize yourself at your destination, right? It's, this is so important because motivation comes from the feeling that we're going after, when we get there, right? When I get, when I lose that 10 pounds, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel this way. I'm going to feel excited. I'm going to feel happy. I'm going to be able to put on that new outfit and go to that event and look great. How does that feel? 
I want to feel that now. So I'm going to visualize myself already being there. Then get support. Because a lot of times uh, we get into the middle of going from here to there. And we get kind of stuck in that hole. And we can't move back or forward. And we need support to kind of push us forward a little bit. <laughs> what happened there? Oh. Okay, uh, so make it fun starting today. Oh, I, you know what? I must have hit your That's keyboard. Okay. I'm sorry. I just like, wait, wait. Uh, get, starting today, make it fun. Get the support you need to commit to your goals and learn the best way to enjoy the transitional journey from here to there. There is in the description box below and link that you can use to schedule a coaching call with me. We can talk about your goals. We can talk about how to add fun to your goals um, and uh, how you can complete that journey in a more fun, exciting, anticipatory way. Reach out, join the Softer Side member vault at esofterside.com. Join our Facebook group, Facebook group slash the Softer Side. Look for this on podcast at Spotify, Google Play and Apple Podcasts. And I have like two people a week who are listening to my podcast. So if you're out there, thank you. TheSofterSide.info at gmail.com is where you can email me with any questions, uh, topic ideas, or if you just want to set up an appointment and you can figure out the link. So Spotify bought Anchor, acquired Anchor. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to open up the phone lines. Our number is 202-815-1171. And here's a prompt for you if you'd like to call and talk about this, or you can talk about anything you like. But what are you doing to make the journey to your goals fun? Let's go to full screen and see who's in the chat room. So you've only got a couple of people in the chat room, and they're mostly talking about the, the Fen treasure hunt and vacations. <laughs> so the whole concept of tr- journey Cabo, really. Cabo, Cabo. Cabo, Cabo. So that, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was looking for a question that okay. could. Uh, well, who's here? Uh, say hello. Uh, Tony Rusi and Holly are in the room. Oh, hello, Tony Rusi and Holly. There are a couple of other quiet ones, but uh, that's who I'm trying to see if. Uh Again, the phone lines are open if you'd like to call in. Our number is 202 815 1171. And I don't know what happened to Facebook today. Sad. Well, we had the same problem on Friday, right? We did. And I looked at it, and there was nothing telling me any to do anything different, so. On your Restream.io account? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there was that one notice that they were having uh, problems with the uh, Facebook, uh, a, it's not an app, it's the Facebook API. Mm. Um, but that was temporary. And, and of course, we launched uh, well, we launched AGK that night without any problems. I'll try un, un undoing and redoing and yeah. rebooting and refreshing happens. and We'll see what what happens. And the only bad thing about it is that you have to launch a live stream to uh, test it. And so everybody goes like, well, what's going on now? Oh, well. I'll just redo this. (laughs) Okay. Anything else in the chat room? Uh, Let's see. No, they're still talking about diving in uh, Maui. Let's see. Researching. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, what's coming up for Friday um, it'll just be me. Toby will be off to the doctors. Uh, so I'll be talking about the mental game of weight loss. So weight loss 
is a mental game because sometimes we say, you know, I used to be able to lose weight just thinking about it. Now it's so hard as we get older, you know, our hormones change, things change, and it's so much harder to lose weight now. And we can talk ourselves into a, well, then why even bother? You know, we can really play a mental game with ourselves and change what we're doing or not. You know, we can just say, I'll never lose weight and let it go and not try anymore. So it really is a mental game um, to start with anytime we're trying to lose weight. So we're going to talk more about that on Friday at 4 o'clock on the softer side. And it's going to be the 1st of November. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys all for being here today, for uh, hanging out in the chat room and having a great fun time during our talk about having fun. That's awesome. It's perfect. And uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, Holly says, uh, it's on Shelley. You are always so positive. I have great advice. Have you always tended towards positivity? I'm a little <laughs> jealous of your kids. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I was not raised to be a positive person. Um, my, my family's a little bit more on the negative side, my birth family. And uh, I try to be positive, and my husband tries to be positive, but when our expectations aren't being met, especially, like I said, like standing in line at CVS, we, we will both turn to each other, and we're just like, what the hell, man? You know, <laughs> we're not like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> so, no. Uh, and my son, from the day he was born, was a pessimist. My husband and I had such a difficult time with him uh, being so pessimistic. And as he's grown older and, and into an adult, he has tempered that quite a bit. He is a lot happier person nowadays. My daughter was super anxious, um, very, very intelligent, super anxious person. And she really allowed that to rule her life. And so she, a lot of times, couldn't see the positive either. So, no, um, positivity is something you do for yourself, in your mind. And I hope that uh, having a positive attitude here with you is, it, 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 it's contagious. But a lot of times, it doesn't work so well with your family, I think. They either are or they aren't. No, I don't. I'm, mine wasn't. Uh, but they had a lot of reasons not to be, and I had to accept that. And uh, I think positivity is an acquired trait. Uh, and it falls into that winning, winning builds confidence, losing builds character. Uh, and if losing doesn't build character, you tend up to, to be a negative person mm -hmm. uh, and do a lot more losing than winning. Uh, but uh, I feel like the first part of your life, you're not just... You're, you're not very aware of the benefits of being in a positive mode. That's uh, true. And I think where I started seeing the benefits of being in a positive mode was in the military. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I yeah, picked up... Yeah, that, that was life or death. Well, well you it was... You had to be... You, you had to believe, and, and it was a, there was this really funny thing in, uh, in Vietnam where uh, I, I started realizing that... Uh, uh, fellow soldiers who were convinced weren't going to make it, they weren't going to make it out of Vietnam as in a, a premonition, a wave premonition, right. didn't. Yeah. And so I, 
uh, I, I didn't necessarily say to myself, no, I'm making it out of here, I'm making it out of here. But, but if you're focused on making it out as opposed to not making it out, it really does change how you see everything else, you know. There were scary times. Did you times, think ahead a lot, or did you just focus in the in the day a lot? Well, you you got to remember that that being in a thing like it's you know it's it's ninety five percent boredom and five percent more excitement that you ever want than you ever want to experience <laughs> yeah. any time in your life. So it wasn't bad, but I had situations. I was once held up uh, for money on a bridge by two Arvin soldiers, one with a gun and a bayonet at my back, and the other with a gun at my chest. And I'm thinking to and myself. And these are the guys that you worked these with. These are, yeah. These were the. This was the same side. I was. I was uh, walking from. There was a hotel in Canto that I had gone up to, and it was run by the agency, and it was secure. But I wanted to get to. There was a. Um, uh, I forgot what, what we call it in the military. It was a. Uh, center for soldier USO. Oh, uh-huh. uh huh. And uh, they had hamburgers, American hamburgers there, and I wanted to go get an American hamburger because I was tired of, tired of buffalo burgers. Uh, anyway, uh, so I was crossing this bridge, and one of them uh, asked me if I had a smoke. And at the time, when I was in Vietnam, I did smoke. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I went down to share a cigarette with them, and the other one came up behind me. And it was funny because at the time, we got paid in MPC, military payment certificates. We mm-hmm. didn't get paid in dollars. Mm-hmm. And I had just gotten paid. And I had a leather folder full of these MPs. They're bigger than regular bills. And I had literally a leather folder full of them. And I, was, I thought I was going to take it out. And uh, in, I spoke Vietnamese. Right. So I pretended I didn't. And when, when he asked me for money, I, I pointed to my watch. And I said, no, that's not the right time. I pretended I didn't know. And then he uh, flipped the safety off on his um, M16 and uh, said it again. And uh, he, he didn't say, I want your money. He's, he asked me for 20 MPC. He wanted a 20 note. Uh-huh. And I opened up my folder, and it was just filled with these 20 notes. And I handed him one, and he said, come on, which is thank you in Vietnamese. Yeah. And they both put down their weapons, and I went to the USO. I reported it. Yeah. Uh, and it happened to take place across the street from where a general officer lived, and they were a Vietnamese general officer, mm-hmm. and he got mad. Mm-hmm. And I had to go back, and, and these were soldiers that were responsible for guarding this bridge over the Mekong River. Oh. And uh, he, uh, he got mad and decided he was going to uh, have them all line up and me go down the line yeah. and pick out the two guys that yeah. had done this to me. And I'm thinking to myself, well, that's just crazy. I'll never be able to come up to Canto again. Uh-huh. Uh, but I did. I went, and he was there, general officer. There was a couple of U.S. officers there, none as high as a general. And I went down the line, and I honestly couldn't pick him out. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the reasons is Vietnamese men, to me, look, you, you have to be with them a long time before you start seeing the differences. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I couldn't uh, pick them out. But in that moment, it was like, is this, you know, you're thinking to yourself, is this the way I'm going to go? Like shot in the back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you had to look at it, each one of those situations. And I walked and made the report, you know, like I was supposed to, you're required to do these things. And then I had my hamburger, <laughs> you know, sat down and had my hamburger. Like, boy. You just let it go. And you're yeah, like, okay, that's done. I survived it, right? I walked away from it. Yeah. And I learned never to cross that bridge on foot again. And if mm. I had waited, there was a transportation from the hotel mm. down to the USO. But I was comfortable enough, you know, right. I, I was 
an advisor. You to work a, with those guys, you right? Didn't I was an advisor that. to There's an Arvin Ranger unit. Yeah, these are people <laughs> that I lived and worked with, lived, worked, and fought with, and so I never thought of that that would happen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I took the transportation from that point forward. Every time mm-hmm. I got, and this was in Canto, which is in the uh, the biggest city in the Delta, and I didn't spend a lot of time there. I'd get up there, you know, uh, once, you know, every thirty, forty-five days. Mm-hmm. So you had a positive attitude until you were told otherwise. <laughs> like, yeah. why are you being positive? You're being well. Robbed. No, you you also <laughs> had to walk away from it by going like, mm. well, that was funny. I had probably. Yeah, they didn't take all your money. Yeah, they They didn't take all of it. They didn't want all of it. They could have asked for more. They wanted just one, 20. And and they were these brightly colored certificates. They look more like European money than they do American. It's just like, you know, a toll bridge now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was a toll bridge. And I did. I did a really good job of faking like I didn't know what they were saying. It's like being, like now when we go someplace yeah, and people are speak speaking Spanish, Spanish uh-huh. and, I, and I pretend I don't understand Spanish. It was the same way I was pretending until he flipped off his safety. Suddenly you spoke English. And it's a very, <laughs> it makes a very distinctive sound. And I'm going, oh, bang. <laughs> Dun bang. Don't shoot me. All right. We got anything else to talk about in the I don't know room? how we got into that story. How, where, where did that... Because I asked you, did you think far ahead or just in the day? And I don't know. You just told that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I should know better than to start telling stories. That's a good story. I hadn't heard that one. Yeah. Or if I had, I'd forgotten. So mm. that's good to hear. Anyway, do we all have positive attitudes? No. But we are only responsible for ourselves. We can't force anybody to have a positive attitude we can only demonstrate how it's done and suggest it and hope for the best anything else to uh, uh, holly says i'm i I also try to foster positivity but was raised by negative peeps Mm. my internal self-talk some days in my worst yeah i think that's true of a lot of us that grew up in that period uh that uh, although our parents seem to be okay yeah, they're just, they, they, they just can be very negative. Yeah, yeah. They, they were. They I notice when when I'm around my mom. Yeah, you just want to like. They always look for the negative part the negative, instead and of. They the tell you, you know, we we went bowling and blah blah blah, and then they'll say, and so and so did this, and so yeah, and so yeah. they go to the negative part. Yeah. And I'm like, but did you have fun fun bowling? bowling and yeah. did, you know, that sounds like a good time. And yeah. well, you wouldn't go if you weren't having a good time. But they'll focus on the negative part of the story. And I think one of the things that I learned was when I started, if if I started doing that, if I if I was, uh, you know, I just took a very serious situation, turned it into a kind of funny story, you know. Uh, certainly a light, lighter one than being robbed by a couple of fellow uh, uh, soldiers, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I, I think when you can recognize that I just flipped that story from positive or neutral to a negative thing, I don't hate Vietnamese, didn't hate Vietnamese then, you know. Um, and uh, and you can get really negative and start, and, and I, I had a friend yeah. that was in the Marines and uh, was wounded. And, and you took full responsibility. You said, right. from then on, I took the transportation right. across the bridge. You made that decision not to hate everybody, but just to change your own behavior. He was wounded about the same time I was, and he chose to come, come home. Uh, and we would meet up after our time in the service. He lived in, uh, in Santa Fe, and I'd run into him every once in a while when I was there. And I could only be around him for just a little while mm. because he just hated everything. Yeah. Hated you know, and hated his life is, you know, uh, it was just hard to be around him. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get past that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And gratitude is a big 
part of uh, enjoying your life and having a lot of fun. I thought I was thinking about it on the way over today. I was like, you know, I had watched a, a webinar today about people making all kinds of money and wouldn't you like to have all this money and you could have this and this and this. And I was like, I don't know, you know, I mean, it's nice, but... I'm so happy where I'm at. You know, I've got everything I need. I've got people in my life who love me and support me. It does. It's just like, how can it get better than that? Mm. It just, you know, more money, more problems. <laughs> I'm pretty darn good, right? Where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And what was Holly's question about? Oh, being uh. negative and. Uh, no, she mentioned that she was uh, raised by negative peace, right. by internal self-talk sometimes. The self-talk. Uh, self-talk. Yeah. Here's what I do that helps me. Um, every time I start to think about something in my past that makes me feel negative feelings, I just say, the past no longer exists. Right? The past is a story. I tell myself. I can tell myself any story I want. So... Why don't I tell myself a story that I like instead of one that I don't like? The past no longer exists. And I can think of things that maybe I'm like, well, this this happened one time and Toby and I had an argument or this happened. And, 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 and then I say, well, Toby doesn't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't exist anymore. If I forget about That's it, I know he's forgotten because I'll bring really things up all the time. Do you remember this? And he'll be like, no. no. <laughs> so I'm no. like, okay, the past doesn't exist anymore. If Toby doesn't remember it, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> there are times where she'll be wearing a piece of jewelry. I'll, I'll admire it and she'll go, you, you gave it to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Like Yeah. laughs> yeah. now he can look at my face and he'll go, Okay, I gave it to you there because he'll recognize the yeah, look in yeah. my face. But definitely tell yourself, you know what? The past doesn't exist anymore. If it starts to make you drag you down, it doesn't exist anymore. It's just a story I tell myself. So I might as well tell myself a good story about it. Roger, like Toby did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these guys was, wanted to rob me, and I had yeah. all this money, and they only took twenty. I was uh, <laughs> I was robbed. How funny is that? <laughs> They only took 20. That's the good news. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out all, all okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Okay. Anything so else? So Tony says the past no longer exists. The future has not been written. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's the present. And we write the future with our current ideas and our current thoughts, which is why we want to keep them positive, right? We want a positive future. We need to have positive <coughs> thoughts now. Okay. All right, that's all you got. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. I love talking with you, and I am looking forward to seeing you again on Friday. And for the softer side, I am your life transitions coach, Shelly Carney. Thank you for listening to The Softer Side with Shelly Carney and Toby Eunice. Please write to us with questions or ideas for future shows at thesofterside.info at gmail.com and visit the free member vault for more great tips and ideas at e